Warning, this podcast may contain explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Noisemaker Podcast, where we interview bands that you may have never found anywhere else. We are your number one spot for discovering all new music. Get to know artists, understand what drives them, and hear from some of their top tracks. Join me, your host, Rocky Ferenberg, as we give rise to the underground world of music and set out to do what so many others have failed to, be a staple for the independent musician. Now... Let's make some noise. this is your first time joining us welcome if you're returning then thank you if you like what we're doing here please like subscribe and rate us with a five-star review we are on all your favorite streaming platforms like itunes stitcher google play spotify or wherever you get your podcast don't forget to follow us on facebook and twitter at noisemaker pod this is the noisemaker podcast where we help you with that horrible problem that we all face where to find new and original music 
So I've been gone for a little while, and it's uh, it's just been a crazy time. Uh, working on my master's degree, uh, some changes with um, uh, my job, and uh, buying a house. Uh, oh man, um, just launched a, a new uh, voiceover business, which I'm sure you guys will be hearing a little bit about on the podcast here. Uh, life's just been very crazy at the moment, so I just haven't had the time to, to dedicate. But um, I've been staying up to date on the numbers of downloads since I stopped doing the podcast, and they have been absolutely astonishing. You know, people are still finding this uh, these episodes, and they're still listening to them. Um, my ratings have gone up a little bit more. Um, what that tells me is that people are still finding the podcast and they're still receiving some kind of benefit. So if that's happening six months later, um, you know, I say I need to come back. I need to keep helping these bands out. Uh, not still not hearing anybody else doing this. Um, you know, it's time to make sure that these people have, have an additional voice and additional person on their team. So, um, some of the things that you could do though, to, to kind of help out because I mean, this, this show really does rely on not just, people creating music and people creating art. It relies on you guys, the listeners, and the fans of these guys and and their band. So whether you came here in the beginning or whether you're coming here for your first episode, whether you came for one band or whether you're staying for the rest, I really do ask you to do two big things for us. First of all, every show asks you to share the show, but think about it like this. Whenever you share this show, you're actually sharing the band's music and you're sharing an interview with the band so that, you know, people can get to know these awesome people as well as you do or as well as you have gotten to know them through this interview. The second thing that I urge you to do is to go leave a review um, on uh, iTunes. iTunes especially. You can leave it on any podcatcher if you want, but iTunes is especially uh, important because that's how we get rankings. That's how we pop up in people's uh, uh, shows you should listen to, all those types of things. So um, one thing we are going to be doing here is we are going to start uh, reading five-star reviews or, or or you know what i'll read anybody's review you want to tell me this show sucks i'll i'll read that review too but we're going to start reading reviews on the show um more than likely um starting on this show I, we got already some backed up ones on there but um we also have a lot of people that just decided to rate us they just decided to leave us five stars and that's great too i mean if that's what you want to do but um if you want to hear your uh, uh review read on the show then certainly feel free to uh, leave us a review. Some things are going to be changing on the show. Um, there's going to be a, a, just a little bit of difference uh, to the format now. I'm just really trying to try some different stuff. So uh, bear with me through it. Um, and, and, you know, if you've been hanging out waiting for an episode this long, then I'm sure you can you can bear through the minor adjustments we're going to be making over the next little while. So um, once again, if you came here in the beginning, thank you. If you're here now for the first time, thank you also. This show wouldn't be what it was, and I wouldn't be coming back if it wasn't for you guys continuing to listen. So um, I'm incredibly grateful. Thank you guys so much. This next band is called the Gypsy Store Troubadours, and I had a great time talking with Clayton. Um, just a phenomenal guy, and you'll hear in here, he actually has a, a new uh, uh, term that he's coined, and, and I absolutely love it. So um, just real, real awesome, awesome guy um, with some real 
kind of in-your-face lyrics layered over the top of a, kind of a, a real laid-back country beat. So it's just this whole Americana sound. It's like a, um, it's like this 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 more aggressive kind of uh, Americana. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's really cool stuff. Definitely, uh, definitely something that I'm going to be listening to a lot more of. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy my interview with Clayton from the Gypsy Store Troubadours. All right, I've got Clayton from the Gypsy Store Troubadours, which uh, I'm going to tell you right now, Clayton, that I absolutely love that name. So how are you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you doing this <laughs> evening? Good, 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 good. Well, um, I think that we can just go ahead and jump right in here and... Um, Kind of how I like to kick off these uh, episodes is by finding out who exactly is in the band, what instrument they play, and what they do for the band. I know that a lot of the time, uh, bands that are DIY, typically a lot of members do a lot of different things, or sometimes just one member does all the behind-the-scenes stuff, so graphic design, uh, booking, those types of things. So uh, I'll, I'll leave it up to you to introduce everybody. Okay. Well, uh, I'll say the first band member I want to introduce is uh, Mr. Paul Hollis. He's out of a, he's out of Edmond, Oklahoma. He uh, He's our drummer. He's, he keeps us all in time. He, uh, he, uh, he's, he's pretty much the, he's the glue that holds us together right now. <laughs> And uh, the second band member, I'm going to finish out my rhythm section here with uh, Mr. Kevin Lawrence. Me and Mr. Mr. Me and Mr. Lawrence have been friends for 30 years. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, so uh, we've been kind of through all of this together and weathered storms. And it's a, he's, he's a stalwart in this band. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, Mr. Joe Billings is our guitar player. He he brings in the rhythms and the deep sounds that we're that we're really trying to get out of this music. And uh, finally, there's me. I I do vocals and acoustic guitar, and I am the songwriter of the group. Nice. So, do you guys uh, each do like a a, a behind the scenes role, or or is that pretty much all well, left up to one guy? That is pretty much all left up to one guy. Uh, these three guys got really good day jobs, so I try not to bother them quite that much with it. Uh, <laughs> so it it all pretty much lands on me, and uh, I'm getting getting more help out of everybody as we go along and get a little bigger here. Yeah. So it's a it's it's a nice it's a nice working relationship we have with everybody in this band. So how do how did everybody come to meet one another? Did did you guys was was it just something you said you knew uh, uh, one of the guys for about three decades? So kind of how did how did everybody come together? Well, uh, well me and Mr. Lawrence, uh, we uh, we went to school together. Actually, we started out in opposing elementary schools, and uh, we played basketball against one another at least three or four <laughs> times a year. And Enemies we turned friends. Oh yeah, we <laughs> hated one another until we ended up at the same high school together. And uh, one day we're working at a McDonald's restaurant our junior year of high school. And I turned to him and I'm like, I'm tired of working this type of job. <laughs> he looks at me and he's like, you want to start a band? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's start a band. So uh, that's where it all started with me and Kev. Uh, such a great guy, man. One of the best friends a guy could ever hope to have in his life. So uh, we're kind of on this ride together. 
what we did was we went out and made a demo because we couldn't find anybody. We're in the middle of rural Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> we are <clears throat> we are as far as far away from anywhere where music's made as could possibly be. So uh, it was a little hard finding our pieces because we were a little particular in trying to gain this sound that we're trying to develop. And uh, so we went and made a demo trying to hope to attract players. Well, that demo turned into us meeting Mr. Billings, who is our guitar player now. And so with this album, we still did not have a drummer at the time. And we're like, hey, let's go now and make another demo. <laughs> so, it worked uh, last time, right? It worked the last time, and so we make this, and we decide, well, let's let's release this one as an album, you know, as an EP, just to see what we can do. And that's when Mister Hollis showed up on our doorstep. So uh, it it was it it all worked together the way it was supposed to, and we're all spread throughout the entire state of Oklahoma, and we you know we make it all work. But it, it's 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 been a great ride so far with these guys and meeting them and you know, developing a sound and a style that's unique to us. Yeah, speaking, and, uh, well, speaking of unique, I mean, just like I said in the beginning, I, I'm, I'm loving the name. I, I love the stuff that's a little out of sync, um, shall we say. And so the Gypsy Store Troubadours, and it even has that, that's the store and the Troubadour, it even has like a, a little bit of a rhyme scheme to it. So I'm, I'm digging it. Where, where, where did you guys come up with that? Well, the backstory on that one is an interesting one. I guess we ought to go ahead and break that <laughs> news to the masses tonight. We are from a, a little community, me and Kevin Lawrence, our bass player. We are from a little community in Oklahoma, and its name is Gypsy. And the, uh, the entire population of Gypsy, I believe, is three. So... <laughs> So there's not much to go on that goes on in the big town of Gypsy, Oklahoma. But there used to be a store, and this store cooked the best hamburgers you've ever eaten in your life. And as kids, you know, we'd always go out there and get hamburgers during the summer months and get you a pop and cool yeah. off. So it was already it was already endeared to our hearts, but the best thing about this store was during our high school years, on certain Saturday nights, it turned into the biggest underage party that you could <laughs> that you could find anywhere. And so you'd go to the back of the store, and it would just be underage kids everywhere having a ball. <laughs> and and as I say, it's the it's the first time I kissed a girl and turned her lesbian was the uh, <laughs> the night of one of the parties there. And so uh, that kind of stuck with us. So Gypsy Store comes from this store. Troubadours is kind of paying homage to that, but also I'm a huge Ernest Tubb and the Texas Troubadours fan. Oh, okay. Uh, old, old school country music. So I grew up on that, and so I took the name Troubadours from him and uh, put it together and made Gypsy Store Troubadours. I dig it. I dig it. That's a good. That's a good story. I, I like that. <laughs> so the 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 first song we heard at the uh, top of the show was called "Local Honey." You want to uh, tell us a little bit about that song? "Local Honey" stems from back when we were in high school. The song uh, it has its roots there. There was a neighboring town that had all the restaurants and all the cool things to go to, and so on the weekends you went and hung out in that town when you were in high school, and. Uh, Lo and behold, 
there was a beautiful girl that worked at, I don't know if you have them where you are, but we have Sonics. They're drive-in yeah. restaurants. And they used to have roller skating girls, yep. car hops. And there was one in there. If she wasn't a 10, she was as close to a 10 as I've ever seen. <laughs> and so we, so we spent the weekends just going to Sonic and getting drink after drink just to have her come take us our drink. <laughs> and so this song stems from that. It is, it is, uh, it's titled appropriately for the story that it's written about. And, uh, we're pretty proud of it actually. Good, good, good. Now the next song we're going to hear is called Texas Sunburn. You want to kind of do the same thing? Give us the rundown on that one. Yeah, sure enough. Uh, Texas Sunburn stems, uh, I was, driving back from Texas, from Texas back to Oklahoma one time with my family. And they were all, as families do, they go to sleep while you're driving the long drive. <laughs> and as the, as the concrete is hitting my tires, and, or vice versa, the tires hitting the concrete, yeah. as I'm heading down Interstate 35, I start getting this, this beating pounding in my head. And I'm like, well, that, that sounds like a song. <laughs> And so by the time that I left Texas, I had Texas Sunburn written. And it, it, is, it is generally about my wife, just kind of in a playful manner on that one. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a feel-good song. Hmm. Great, great. Well, this is going to be the Gypsy Store Troubadours, Texas Sunburn. <laughs> Stay. This world could fall apart. 
play guitar like me? Hey y'all, this is Rocky Fernberg from the Noisemaker Podcast, and I wanted to tell you all about warming guitars. We all know that tone is the soul of the guitar, and pickups create that perfect sound. Still, the price of pickups can really break the bank. These guys at Warming Guitars crank out some rad pickups at an affordable price. I have been a boutique pickups guy my whole life. However, I find that the tone I pull out of Warman's pickups is comparable to top manufacturers without the outrageous markup. I endorse Warman Guitars as a common sense alternative to pickups, and right now, Warman Guitars is offering exclusively to my listeners 20% off. That's right, when you go to warmingguitars.co.uk and enter Noisemaker20 at checkout, you'll receive 20% off your purchase. These pickups are already ridiculously affordable, and yet, Warman wants to offer the listeners of the Noisemaker podcast an additional 20% off by entering Noisemaker20 at checkout. So take a minute and visit my friends over at warmingguitars.co.uk and pick up your 20% off when you use Noisemaker20 at checkout. Warming Guitars, a new heritage. Alright, so I'm back with Clayton from the Gypsy Store Troubadours and uh, got some more stuff here I want to get to. Uh, the first thing that I really wanted to ask you in this section is um, why take on this interview, right? You know, right whenever in the middle of your bio it says that you guys hate spot the spotlight interviews. I, I mean, trust me, I appreciate it, especially if you guys don't like the spotlight interviews. But I'm just curious, you know, it says uh, uh, your, you know, your walking contradiction and a couple other things in there. But you know, I would also think that uh, self promotion is vital to being in a band. So how how do you square those two things? Well, that's why we are doing this interview, or I am doing this interview with you this evening, is that we've come to the point where we want to take this to the masses and make that next step forward with us instead of just being a local band who likes to do music. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, like I said in there, I am a walking contradiction in a way. I, <laughs> I, I uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you never know what you're going to get out of us. <laughs> are we are we going to be are we going to be up for an interview? Or are we not? It's it's just one of those things. It's just kind of how we are. Because really, it's it's the love of music. I know every band says that, and every musician says that it's love of music and all these other things. For us, it genuinely is. We have great jobs. We have great lives. We don't need to be doing this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's one of those is. We're not going to stop all of our day jobs all of a sudden, but we're going to go see what else is out there and how much how much music can we make in this short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, trust me. I Yeah, I, I feel the same. I mean, that's the love of music is the reason why I'm, I do this podcast. I, I just I love all different genres, uh, forms. I love talking to people about their passions and, and, the, and the reason why they do music and just, just all the different stuff surrounding music. And I like hearing it from people that are are more like on a local or regional level rather than you know hearing why 
Corey Taylor does music or a lot of these guys. Like I listen to something like Hard Drive and uh, I like Lou Brutus, but like I hear these people talk on there and I I don't I, I don't know. I feel more inspired by the regular people in bands than I do by big name people talking about why they like music. Although I shouldn't discriminate between the two. I mean, they you know, your your favorite popular band was once a local band, you know. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Look at look at what you're doing for music. There's so much good that you're doing for music from where you sit right now. Much appreciated. Uh, if, if that's the thing is when when uh, when we decided to come and do this with you is you're the same as we are. You have a love of music. You want to get that out there. You want to spread that out there. And while you're not up on stage doing that, you're doing your part with music, and it all works together through all of us. And without, and with all, you know, without people like you, how am I going to get my music to people outside of my area? Well, I will. So, I, I will make one correction. I do get up on stage. I do play. I do get up on stage and play. I'm, I'm a whore for the stage. So let's not, <laughs> let's not be coy. Uh, well, <laughs> well you, you just endeared yourself even more to me, Rob. Well, thank you, thank you. Well, so the the next thing is is one of the things that I really did like about the the music was. Um, just just loving the the like real in your face lyrics behind like this kind of mellow country sound and i'm really curious as where did this idea come from was it was it organic or was this a concept that you had in mind before the formation of the band i think you were kind of talking about that before and uh, tell us a little bit about how it happened kind of the progression of of this this idea in this uh uh project well uh it started out organically. Everything, anything we pretty much touch is organic. That's why, and you'll especially hear it on this next album that we're currently recording, is you don't know where we're going to go from one track to the next. But we have a specific sound that's it's deep rooted, and you know we're from Oklahoma. Where were the Southern Plains meet <laughs> the Ozark Mountains meet the South that meets the desert Southwest? We don't know. <laughs> who we are one day to the next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it only goes to say that our music's the same way. Just like you said a while ago, you draw from all these different, different influences. You know, I could be listening to, you know, Metallica one minute and Celine Dion the next. Yep. Just, yep. Be, just because I enjoy good and well-written music. Uh, I, I can, I can appreciate any genre. So we're, we grew up, me and Mr. Lawrence, uh, grew up together during the 90s when country, you had several genres going on at the same time that were huge and wildly popular. So uh, one of those was grunge. Mm -hmm. And so what we're trying to do and tweaking it and trying to get there is it's a mixture between country and grunge. Oh, you just made me fall in love with you even more. I love that and, mix. <laughs> and, and and where we're going with this, and hopefully with this next album, people start to see it a little more, is we don't want any limits. You know, you may you may go through and you hear a country sound to a song, but then you listen to the lyrics and they're very grunge like. Yeah. Where you know, it's very short. I'm not I'm not very wordy a lot of times in my songs, but there's a story there and it's for you to figure out. Make it your own, but it's a story there. And so, as we went along, we were looking for these specific people with these backgrounds to bring their different influences into the band. Uh, Mr. Billings, our guitarist, he uh, 
you know, he played in some metal bands out in L.A. for a long time and toured the world with it. Well, what's a metal guy doing in a crunge band, <laughs> you know? Did well, you, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you just call it a crunge? Crunge, that's what we call it, crunge. <laughs> oh, God, I'm loving this. It's so that's wonderful. <laughs> We're country grunge. It's so wonderful. Come, I love it. You, you come see a live show of ours, <laughs> and you think you've went to a grunge show in the mid-'90s. I I thought I heard that right. I was I was not disappointed. That's no, you awesome. weren't. Uh, I'm glad you weren't disappointed. <laughs> I I hope more people come to this come to this conclusion that maybe crunch might be something worth listening to. You know, it's a it's a it's it's interesting. And like I said, we have no no set limits on where we want to go. We just want to make good music, and we just write the songs. They speak for themselves but where you get those straight in your face lyrics that you got put to this country sound it, it comes from grunge it comes from the 90s alternative so you were talking about some of your influences and i also had read that you guys uh, uh recruited danny timms and uh the keyboardist from uh for chris christopherson and some other people uh and even sought out uh the grammy uh winning uh david uh I'm going to murder his last name. Tegarden? Teagarden, yeah. Teagarden. Uh, David. Yeah, and, and you recorded at his studio up in Tulsa. Um, kind of take us through that experience. I mean, that's got to be really cool to kind of work with some of these uh, bigger name people or some of these, some of these, you know, people that have been, you know, in the upper echelon at least at some point in time. Kind of take us through the experience and tell us a little bit about the benefits of working with these these individuals. Well, the, the thing about working with Mr. Teagarden was uh, – that uh, I grew up as a kid running the needle through the album Against the Wind by Bob Seger. Yes, yes. And uh, it was a great album, great album. Well, the drummer on that album and for several albums of Mr. Seger's uh, was David Teagarden. He's, he, he did a lot of my favorite Seger tunes, Hollywood Nights, all of those songs. And so when I got the chance to go record with him in Tulsa, I think I spent more time picking his brain <laughs> then I recording. actually did. Then I actually did recording, and I, I I spent a good chunk of change just getting that experience and that education from him about what went down because he was he was a rock star of his own before he even joined Bob Seger uh, and the Silver Bullet Band. So there was a lot of things, and he had he had drummed for everybody from you know Eric Clapton, I believe, to Joe Walsh, all these people he worked with, Leon Russell, all these big cats. And uh, so getting to, getting to go in there and just spend time with him and getting to hear the stories and the uh, the pointers on what not to do and what to do in the music business, was it was invaluable to me. And I owe a lot to Mr. Teagarden for just the, the education that he gave me during my time in the studio there. As for Mr. Tim's, what was great about him was as, uh, one day I turned to the studio to Mr. Teagarden and I said, uh, I'm hearing a... I'm hearing a Hammond organ in this in this song, and he looks at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> and I said, "No, man, I really want to try to you know put a Hammond to this. Do you know any Hammond players?" He's like, "Well, I know one cat." And so he he brings in Mr. Danny Timms, who had played with uh, Chris Christopherson for 20 years, uh, also played with Bonnie Raitt. Yes. Uh, in, in, anybody anybody that needed an organ, he was playing with them. 
And so when I brought him in, it was just an amazing experience just to sit, watch him go to work. And uh, he really dug the sound and everything else. I was glad we brought him in and got to pick his brain for an evening of hanging out with Willie Whalen and Chris Christopherson all those years. And <laughs> yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's almost like talking to the Apostle Paul. <laughs> Tell me what Jesus was like. That's what it's like to me when I meet these cats. It's, yeah, you know, I don't mean to, I don't mean to bother you. Tell me about Bob Seger. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want to bother you, but I'm I'm going to I'm going to fanboy out for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So the the next song we're going to hear is called PBR. Uh, tell us a little bit about this song. This song may be a tad bit autobiographical. Uh, it uh. It talks about living life in a hard way, and uh, to which many of us can uh, relate to, or know somebody that it does relate to, but somebody that's kind of burned their life out on all the wrong things. And then the end of the day, and 40 years down the road, here you are left with nothing. And so it's kind of a whimsical approach to telling a very, very sad story. Uh, it is. It's got elements of a lot of people that are surrounding me in my life. I've kind of take, I took and cherry picked certain aspects of their lives to write about and, uh, formed it into one song there. And, uh, we actually did a video for it and we're pretty proud of it. It's, it's a, it's a loping outlaw country song. I mean, there's no other ifs, ands, or buts about it. Great. This is going to be the Gypsy Store Troubadours PBR. Sweet. 
bad situations that happened nearly 30 years ago. Living on cocaine, living on cocaine, I'm just living on cocaine. Cigarettes and Paps Blue Ribbon Do you like the sweet sound of my voice? Would you like to hear it reading your advertisement? Guess what? I am for sale. If you'd like to hear me reading your ad, perhaps have me write the copyright for your ad, then go ahead and give me a shout at Victory Voiceovers. We're on Facebook. Or you can contact us through our website, victoryvo.com. Or if you just want to email me directly without having to go through the websites, you can go ahead and email me at noisemakerpod at gmail.com. I can also help a lot in post-production and adding sound effects, music, or anything else that you might need. However, if you just want this lovely voice for your advertising, then I can send you a direct dry copy unedited if that's what you so choose. Like I said, that's Victory VoiceOver, VictoryVO.com. Or if you want to email me directly, you can just go ahead and punch into your email, noisemakerpod at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Alright, so we're back with Clayton from the Gypsy Store Troubadours for just a few more moments here. Got a few more things on the agenda to, to take care of before we uh, wrap this up. So, one of the biggest things that I am always curious about, being a lyricist myself, is the whole writing process. The whole like like actual like creation, like taking something from an idea to like a song. And so, if we were to sit, on, sit in on... Uh, the gypsy store troubadours writing process what would that look like well the writing process really is like I said i you know i'm the sole songwriter of the band right now and how i go through it is uh i'll either come up with a little melody that needs some words to it on the guitar or i'll wake up a lot of times from sleep with an entire song nearly written uh it's it's one of the oddest things that happens to me. So I'll take these songs and, uh, and I'll approach the band with them. And I'm not one of those people. This is why it was very important for us to put our band together. How we did was that I wanted to bring people in that I didn't have to micromanage with the song. Yep. That I introduced the song and they instantly knew what parts they wanted to put to that. And it fit. Nice. And I, I, I don't have to go around and say, hey, will you do this? Will you do that? I don't, I don't hear this. You know, this, <laughs> no, it's this band. It's, it's a well-oiled machine right now. And, I, and it's, it's, it's making for a great album that we're recording right now. So we're pretty happy with that. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty anxious to hear it. I'll, I, you have to definitely keep in touch because I will definitely uh, uh, check it out. Maybe we can, uh, maybe if it's a little, I don't know how close it is to completion, but maybe we can have you, have you come back on and we can uh, go through the go through the songs and uh, kind of break it all down again. So it'd be cool with oh, me. Definitely. 
Definitely, definitely. So you I, you said that you, all you guys are kind of from all over uh, Oklahoma. Now I found you through looking at bands in Oklahoma City. You said you guys are kind of from right outside that area. So I, I'm always interested in, in the music scenes um, across the country, across the world. Um, so kind of tell us a little bit about the music scene in Oklahoma. I mean, is it Oklahoma City or I guess even from Oklahoma all over the place? I mean, is it is it pretty competitive? Do bands kind of like love one another? Or are you guys like overrun with rap and you're like the only real country band around there? Or kind of like a little bit about the, uh, the music scene and, and how everything works over there. Well, Oklahoma, uh, several years ago, bloomed with a uh, genre of music called Red Dirt. Hmm. Uh, it it gave birth to a genre, an entire genre, which is huge right now in Oklahoma, Texas, and many other states. It's its, its own scene within Texas. And uh, so it bloomed pretty heavily there. And it's, it's, a great, it's a great market if you're a red dirt band in this state. However, if, uh, if you, uh, you want to try something new and blaze your own path, it's a little more difficult. It is, it is, uh, it's difficult to get people to give you that chance and that opportunity to display that new sound. They kind of, they kind of like their, uh, their, their their ways, which is okay with me, but the entire scene in this state is awesome. The musicians here are awesome. The help that you get from people outside your genre are, it's awesome. Uh, Tulsa is in the middle of a you know, music renaissance right now where its, it's live scene is getting ridiculous on the uh, level of talent that is coming in and out of Tulsa right at the moment. Uh, Oklahoma City, is still, it's, got a good, it's got a good scene to it, but Tulsa probably and always has been the head for music in Oklahoma, the head city. Uh, a lot of talent has come in and out of Tulsa. Nice. Yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine so. Tulsa would seem like it would be kind of the the music hub at least at least at, at this point. But uh, you know, Oklahoma City's yeah, Oklahoma City is not a small small town either. So I would imagine there'd probably be a, a fair amount of talent lying out there oh, somewhere. Oh, there is. Oh, don't get me wrong. There is. Uh, but there's something special about Tulsa, <laughs> and that, that I I've lived. That in sounds Nashville. like a song. Yeah, well, hell, now that you think of it, uh, am I going to have to give you songwriting credit on that? <laughs> no, 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 man. You, t- you take that and run with it, man. That's all you. That's all you. <laughs> but, uh, there's just something special about Tulsa. There's sp- special places. Austin's a special place. Seattle was a very special place in the 90s. Yes. L.A. had its time in the glam rock eras in the 60s and 70s. You know, it, these just these places have special meaning. Tulsa in the late 70s was where everybody wanted to be in the music scene. Uh, it was an interesting place. You had George Harrison. You had Eric Clapton. You had uh, Tom Petty. Few people know that's where Tom Petty came to after he left Florida before he got to L.A. was Tulsa. Uh, and with uh, Leon Russell and them. So there was all these huge names coming in out of Tulsa, and not just rock and roll and country. You had the Gap Band, you know, the song, You Dropped a Bomb on Me, Baby? Yeah, yeah. They came out of Tulsa. So Tulsa has a huge, it's, it's a huge music cultural center there. And I can't say enough about how special Tulsa is and how special Tulsa has treated us. 
So we're pretty we're pretty happy with the state of Oklahoma and especially Tulsa. So the next section that I have here, I I kind of leave it open for uh, for bands to talk about possibly anything that I might have missed, something that they might have had on their mind uh, that they wanted to talk about. But I also think that it's very important for people to say thanks and and basically just uh, recognize people that might have been pivotal to the, uh, our success because as musicians, there's a lot of people that, that might not get thanked that should get thanked. So this is kind of the plugs and shout-out areas. Uh, I've also had people plug tattoo shops and pizza shops and truck stops and stuff so i mean it's all it's all this is all basically just an open section for for you um so the platform is yours have at it man well i don't do any free advertisement they're gonna have to cut me a check (laughs) if i'm gonna give a shout out to a business anywhere other than my own uh well you know first of all we want to thank our wives if it weren't for our wives putting up with this we wouldn't have this and we wouldn't be able to go do this. So our families, man, you know, uh, you've probably seen where family means everything to us. This is why we're not out touring right now is we've got families at home that they're our number one thing. Music comes secondary to that, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that our wives and our families don't suffer a lot when we're out doing what we do. So that's where I want to give a big shout out is to all my band members, wives and girlfriends and, especially to my wife. Uh, I know that's probably not the kosher thing to say for people that want to <laughs> be out on the road playing the rock and roll lifestyle, but it's the honest truth. It is. It is. It's very and, much true. And, uh, you know, you've probably got a good woman behind you. and uh, The best. That's, that's, <laughs> and uh, she's probably a lot, you know, understanding of things, but, you know, it's tough on her at times, so... She needs a little shout-out, too. So I'm going to give a shout-out to your wife. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm sure she'll be happy to hear that. <laughs> uh, so then do the, you want to move on with the last song, then, or you got you got something yeah. else? Well, you know, uh, I also want to thank my bandmates. Uh, they're great guys. They're, they really are. And uh, I want to thank... Some more family members they without them and the support of this you know that's uh it wouldn't be easy and to all of our fans out there that we have right now uh thank mm-hmm. you for listening thank you for buying man if it weren't for y'all we definitely wouldn't be doing this so we're pretty we're pretty thankful for everybody that has joined in and helped supported this band and no in no small ways and no large ways everybody together you know thank you Excellent. So the, the last song we got here is Rebels in Bloom, um, which from this uh, uh, this country um, grunge, uh, kind of almost Rebels in Bloom now holds almost a new meaning from, you know, the Nirvana song in Bloom now. <laughs> but, but Rebels in Bloom, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Rebels in Bloom was, uh, I was having breakfast one morning in Mitchell, South Dakota at a truck stop there. Uh, and uh, overheard a gentleman talking to his wife about how he was retiring and he didn't know what he was going to do with himself. You know, I was, I was kind of being nosy, but <laughs> that's what songwriters do. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting there listening to this and this gentleman telling his wife, you know, uh, there's nothing left to see here in reality. And with that line, I was like, well, let's, 
let's write a song about this. So what it is, it's a, it's a song about finally getting to live your life. You know, so many people work 30, 40, 50, 60 years mm-hmm. and end up, and end up, you know, thinking that they're going to get this time to enjoy life and they end up not doing it. There was a gentleman not too long ago that I know who, uh, worked for 40 years at a chemical plant and within three weeks of retiring he found out he was terminally ill with cancer oh wow and so and so it's 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 that story there it's it's not it's let's not wait to die before we live life and this is what that song's about well this is going to be the gypsy store troubadours rebels in bloom Daylight fade away Night I get away Better days come down Nothing left to see Here in reality Got nothing Left to prove Smack my words Smack my back Increase risk of a heart attack Live for one We're rebels in Lick my wounds Help me heal my pride Take my wounds, help me heal my 
right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're back. I'm really happy to be back. I'm very excited. I'm I'm just really, really, uh, what's the right word? Um, just really honored to get back on there and check these these numbers and see that people are still coming here. So those of you that are still coming here even after the show was kind of on a, an extended hiatus, uh, thank you guys because you guys are the ones that help bring the show back. So very, very much appreciative of everybody. Please make sure that uh, if you haven't liked and subscribed uh, that you do so now. That definitely helps. And, uh, you know, go by um, whatever podca- uh, podcast podcatcher you use and uh, leave a review, but the main reviews actually help um, on uh, iTunes because that really helps us get out there and get shown to more people. And I really want to chalk up the people that have left reviews um, to the, the the people that are continuing to find the podcast because that you know shows people that uh, people other people listen to music podcasts. It shows them this one as a, a alternative to maybe some other uh, podcasts that they might listen to. So I really do appreciate all the um, uh, reviews. Once we do start getting some reviews, um, well, we do have some right now, but once uh, we get it set up, we will be re- reading reviews on the show and giving those people uh, a chance to um, uh, kind of have their words featured on the podcast. So uh, if you want to get yours read, go over there and uh, write us a review and uh, let us know what you think about the show. Um, I have included links to the band's pages and the music in the show notes. Uh, I've also included a link to our Patreon so that you can stop by and uh, drop us a little bit of cash. I do really appreciate any money that comes in. Uh, Running a podcast is not easy, and it's certainly not cheap. So uh, despite what all those uh, uh, top 10 ways to start a podcast and all that crap is, in in order to do it uh, in a a, uh, production that actually sounds halfway decent yeah it's not cheap and it's not easy and it's not uh just very little you know it doesn't it's a lot of time so if you feel the need and you think this show gives you value stop on over there you can do one-time donation you can uh, give a dollar a show or whatever your heart's desire Uh, once we start getting some uh revenue flowing in we are going to be doing some um uh bonus uh type of uh stuff some merchandise all that type of types of things so um please follow us on facebook and twitter at noisemaker pod if you have any questions or comments please feel free to email me at noisemakerpod at gmail.com and until next time don't stop following your dreams